May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I wonder, do you ever find yourself reminiscing about the good old days of one thing or another? Maybe church life, maybe friends, maybe work, maybe sport or anything else. In my case, maybe pondering who was the best ever Reading goalkeeper. Steve Death, Shaka Hislop, Marcus Hahnemann or Ali al Hafsi, one of them maybe. Ever heard of any of them? Or the best ever Reading striker, Robin Friday, the best player you never saw was how he was known. He went off the rails at Reading. He then joined Cardiff, went off the rails a bit more, retired early and died very young of a drug, drug overdose. Or Jimmy Quinn, Jamie Curitan, what a bargain. Kevin Doyle, Leroy Lita, to name but a few. Yesterday, for me, was one of those days. Reading FC plays its first match about 150 years ago and spent most of the t that time in the lower leagues. But in the last 16 years, they won promotion to the Premier League twice. So yesterday, there was a match between the two championship-winning teams. It was a chance to look back, remembering the good times, seeing the old players on the pitch again. Some of them didn't look like they'd aged at all. Some of them had aged really, really dramatically. Chatting to the players, chatting to the managers, seeing old friends on the terraces, again, we haven't seen for years. And especially remembering and celebrating all the good times. Also, last week was the annual conference for On Fire Mission, an Anglo-Catholic charismatic renewal movement in the Church of England. Natalie attended the conference. I've been a few times, but not in the last about seven years, for one reason and another. So looking at the photos on Facebook, hearing about the talks, I found myself again looking back, reliving past memories. It's so easy to do, isn't it? Looking back fondly through rose-tinted spectacles, especially during the long drive home from Wales last night, to be honest, after the football match. And you needed rose-tinted or sun-tinted spectacles with how the sun was coming down and blinding on the motorway. We wish we were still there in what's happened in the past. When things were good, we tell ourselves. Or as Pink Floyd once sung, remember when you were young, you shone like the sun, shine on you, crazy diamonds. Looking back, remembering the happy times. But of course we can't live in the past. We do need to move forward through the present into the future, while of course shaped by what has gone before. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus is preparing the others for the future when he has ascended into heaven. I've said these things while I'm with you, he says, I won't be here for much longer. 
But don't panic. The Holy Spirit will come to anoint you. Remain in my peace. Remain in my love. Keep my word. Look to the future. Don't be afraid. Move to the future. Anointed and blessed by God for what is to come. We see this also in the reading from Acts. Paul receives a vision and he responds to that call, setting sail into the future, trusting God's plans for him, proclaiming the good news of the gospel. So often though, setting off into the future is difficult because in one way or another the past holds us back. Maybe memories of the past, happy memories, which we cling on to because it's such a good time, the best time. Memories we want to return to. Can anything ever be as good as this again? We ask ourselves, or rather we tell ourselves, no, it can never be that good again. So I just want to hark back to when it was wonderful. Also sometimes, Memories of past failings, hurts, which cling on to us, still hurting us because of what we've experienced, maybe even what we've done. And then wounds inflicted by other people, some maybe making us feel we're not able or not worthy to step forward, being told, we're useless being told because you've done this, that or the other, there's no hope. Any of those things sound familiar as we think about moving forward and tell ourselves we can't. It's almost sometimes like a chain, we're trying to move forward, but there's this chain attached to us, pulling us back, we're moving, we're pulled, we're moving, we're pulled. So we're stuck. We want to move forward, we tell ourselves we want to move forward, we tell ourselves we trust in God. It just doesn't happen. It can't happen. I remember once reflecting to do with On Fire about a difference between charismatic renewal, being renewed by the Holy Spirit, equipped, empowered, refreshed for something new being done by God, or what I wanted to call charismatic reunion, just wanting to go back experiencing that time in the past when God was so close, when we've received the Holy Spirit for the first time, sometimes surrounded by those same people. We just want to relive that experience. God might want me to do something new in the future, but I just want to go back to how it was when it was great and fresh and new and exciting. So finding ourselves looking backwards rather than forwards, Maybe even looking inwards rather than outwards. And to be honest, thinking about nearly 30 years of supporting Reading, there have been many highs and possibly even more lows. <laughs> Wonderful things and terrible things. Great players, not so good players but also some almost demonised players. Friendships to celebrate and relationships damaged so badly. 
the good and the bad all mixed together. As I look back, I can see only too clearly my own part in some quite negative things that have happened, which are really difficult to move on from, so hard to heal, much as I want to. As it is in football, so it is in everything else. Our life as individuals, our life as families, our life as Christians and as a church. Some of these hurts gnaw away at us, <coughs> causing bitterness, resentment, division, holding us back, causing us to doubt ourselves, causing us to distrust others. Sound familiar? Peace I leave with you, said Jesus. Peace. That's what we need to aim for. That's what we need to work for. Peace in my life as a Reading fan. Integrating the different eras, the different aspects of that. On yesterday's match, do I cheer or boo when the 2011-2012 team takes the lead against the 2005-2006 team? Because I wanted the earlier team to win. And they were losing. But the other team's Reading as well. And it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all going all over the place. Who do you want to win? How do we link all that together? Those best ever players. Who's the best players? Does it matter? They're all part of it. Surely all these aspects all link in. But those damaged relationships, how do I move on from that? What do I need to do? How can I do it? Whatever it is, what will happen? How can this all be reintegrated? To work for Christ's peace rather than hurts causing division and damage. What about in our own lives? What is there we need to let go of? What do we need to reintegrate? What do we need to do to reintegrate our whole being centred on Christ's peace? Good and bad, mingling together in peace. And as a church, as a congregation, what has gone on which has damaged Christ's peace here? We don't need to name that in a sermon. But we do need to admit it, we need to acknowledge it, we need to address it. Acknowledging hurts, damaged relationships, Lack of trust. What damage has been done to us? And what damage have we done to others? Whether on purpose or accidentally. Because if we don't acknowledge it and address it, it will be like an elephant in the room we can't mention or name. Or like so much swept under the carpet that the carpet is now this massive mound in the middle getting in the way that we just can't admit, we just ignore and pretend it's not there. Something which causes division, something which prevents reconciliation, prevents peace. We are called to work for Christ's peace. We are called to live in Christ's peace. 
We are called to integrate the whole of our beings in Christ's peace within the love of God. Justice, peace, reconciliation, not division. How do we do it? It's something I ask myself, as I'm sure we all do on one time or another. Jesus tells us in the Gospel, the Holy Spirit will come, the Advocate, teaching us, reminding us, anointing us, refreshing us, empowering us. We are not doing everything in our own strength, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. As we look towards Jesus' ascension, and the promised Holy Spirit of Pentecost. May we resolve afresh to work for Christ's peace in our lives and in the life of the church. Putting aside divisions, letting go of what separates us and moving forward, looking forwards towards a new unity in Jesus Christ. Shaped by the past, but not clinging on to the past. Rather, stepping forward into a new future promised by Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, come.